0: I want to welcome Denise Haran to the show today. Thank you so much for coming.
1: Well, thank you for having me. This yes, is like a treat for me.
0: Yes, well, that's Come wonderful. And sit and have
1: a conversation.
0: Yes, you're good at that. Talk right? about myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go wrong with that, right? You're right, right. So the purpose of this show, as you know, is to kind of go behind the scenes of local CEOs, business owners, whatever you want to call them, yourself, um, the big cheese about like your journey and getting here and you specifically I've been interested to hear about your journey because you are a, a lady of many things and you're involved in a lot of different things I feel like this is where my life is going if I continue right like I'm gonna be the Denise Saran eventually and have my hands in all That's these very pots. Kind. um so tell us about like How did you get into the entrepreneurial journey? Is it something that's always been there or did something happen?
1: So I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Okay. Um, My father had the typical job with mobile way back when, and all of a sudden he called up my uncle and said, I don't want to do this anymore. And so the two of them gave up their big jobs and went to Finger Lakes and bought a marina and a restaurant, ice oh. cream shop, and a gift shop. Interesting. We had nine kids between the two families. So we all worked from the time we were, I think usually start work started around eight years old. Oh, wow. Washing boats. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so, what made him decide to do that, like to buy that stuff, like of all the things?
1: You know, he got a good deal. It was right after a flood. We huh. all cleaned up the property. It's beautiful. Interesting. Yeah, so it was great. So anyway, I got a taste of it. Um, so, of course, because my parents did that, I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So went to college as a pre-med major. Oh. And uh, the last year when I was working in this rat colony and the rats were overdosed, um, I said, you know what? I can't do this. They were hanging from the ceiling. So you
0: were, like, I'm assuming testing. Yeah. Okay,
1: okay. Blood pressure testing on rats. And I was also working at um, the hospital. And I'm like, you know what? This really doesn't fit me. (laughs) So I said, ah, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I came to Albany. Um, and went for my MBA. And when I was about a year into my MBA, they said, you need some work experience. Because back then, they didn't want you to go directly through. Mm-hmm. They wanted, you know. So anyway, I, I quit um, school for one semester and switched over to part-time and got a job. And when I went to ask for a job, you'll love this. Um, they're like reading off the jobs. Mm-hmm. like, no, that's not going to do it for me. I need something flexible. I need something lively. So finally they're like, all right, we have one more. You're not going to like it. And I was like, okay. And they're, they're like, it is straight commission. Your boss is in New York City. We're giving you a tiny studio in downtown Albany. All you have is a phone, a desk, and a chair. And you're to call everybody in the Capital Region. Oh, my God. I said, that's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So needless to say, that was my sales beginning. Yeah. And um, then I graduated with an MBA. And my entire family's like, so what are you going to do now? I'm like, I love this job. I'm going to stay for a little while. Ended up getting promoted all the way up to VP of sales. Had record-breaking years. Entrepreneurial company, five Million dollars, I think, when I got in, 12 years after, 30 million. Oh, wow. So it was, you know, I learned a ton. Mm -hmm. So when I left, I was going to look for another job. And people started, you know, I started networking. We're good at that. Mm -hmm. Right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think so. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) And uh, and people started asking me, you want to do a project while you're looking? And I kept doing projects. And I got really busy. And then I got pregnant. So, I was like, I need flexibility. I think I'll set up a consulting company for a little while.
0: Yeah, because I mean, you were doing that. This is my
1: 25th year on my own.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. So, I'm
1: really excited about that. Um, it hasn't been easy. Um, of course not. But, you know, my husband traveled. I needed flexibility. I loved having the flexibility. Yeah. And that's my word of advice to a lot of people don't expect to make a fortune necessarily if it's a lifestyle business and you have to decide what kind of business do you want? Yeah um, because a lot of times I, I think I probably could have made a lot more out in the uh, workforce but you know what? I love what I do. Yeah I, you know I basically work with salespeople, entrepreneurs um, and professional services people. And all coaching for revenue growth, new clients, all very salesy oriented. Mm-hmm. Love it.
0: And I'm sure yeah. it's changed a lot. Well, to a degree in the last, you know, COVID 25 years. COVID changed it drastically. COVID, I'm sure, changed it. Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Tons. So I find it interesting that, you know, the journey that you were on stemmed from you saying no to something. Yeah. And I think that's a trait that entrepreneurs can be good at, right? They can be good at saying no because typically they want to go into, like, the the, the path untaken, right? Or, you know, not taken, whatever that word right, is. Right, right. Um, so I find that very interesting. So what – like, how did you feel about that at the time? Like, were you scared in the fact that, like, you, would, you were in, like – Med school, and you're like, no, pre med, yeah, this isn't gonna be for me. Oh, I know. And then having to like rethink about like the direction that you were going my whole
1: life, I had to change, yeah. And you know, nothing like going to talk to your father after he sent you to expensive private school and saying, (laughs) Dad, I don't want to be a doctor. So he was like, Oh, gosh, now what? I said, I don't know, figure it out. And then I was like, you know what? I like business. I And I, f- I had to say to my dad, I actually like what you do. Yeah. You know? And he was like, oh, no, no, no. You don't want to do that. And you know, so it ended up working out. Yeah. Honestly, um, I'm glad I worked for someone else first. Right. You learn a ton. And I was so lucky because I was actually selling to all industries. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have a really broad... Um, understanding of a lot of industries and a lot of businesses. Hmm. So when somebody says to me, Can you be my coach? Now I do a lot of private coaching. Yeah. And I'm happy. You know, I usually know a little bit about their industry. I can do some research. Obviously, there's tons of information. About. I mean,
0: I, I, when you're talking about sales, though, I feel like regardless of the industry, there's a few foundational pieces, right? Like the fundamentals it's, it, are,
1: it, it, yep. It's you're across totally the board.
0: Right. So, like that, I feel like makes it pretty easy. Because if you're doing like, mm-hmm. you know, something else, that may not apply right. across all industries.
1: And my favorite clients, believe it or not, are lawyers. Mm. And because lawyers, you know, they never take a sales or marketing
0: right. class. Right. Right. Well, they don't they think get they can sell. Out.
1: Right. I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> well, they get out of law school, and then you know, the managing partner says to them, "Go get me some clients." And they're yeah, like, "Go Why? network." Yeah. How do you, you know, do that? So, I have a great time teaching um, you know, personal marketing and branding to lawyers mm-hmm. and you know, how to get new clients and how to be visible in their community. Right. Right. You know, surprisingly, they don't know how to do that. I'm they not don't surprised. don't
0: always get it. I'm not surprised. I mean, that's not taught anywhere.
1: Like they in don't general, get it. you
0: go into sales. I remember in college, so I had a um my my first degree was graphic communications, marketing, and sales. So I had some sales courses because I had taken college and high school. And I remember that the professor was, like, in sales. And I'm pretty sure he sold, like, mattresses or something like that. So, <laughs> like, we're talking, like, car business, which I ended up – I did go in the car business for a while. And I remember the class was about specifically overcoming an objection – And how we were role-playing was like, oh, you just say this. And then magically the person would, like, say yes. And I remember being in the class and having, you know, not much sales experience outside of, like, working in a restaurant. And being like, this can't be this easy that you just say, you know, you overcome this objection and it's fine. And it it always makes me chuckle because, like, how sales is taught is not based on reality. It's like all hypothetical. Well, if you go down this route, you know, okay, it'll be fine. Like objections are real, but you have to understand the reactions you're going to get. And you won't know that unless either you're coached on it, you practice and fall on your face a million times, or you're actually aware of those things prior to getting into those conversations, which... We know that that's not really happening.
1: And I think you know that the relationship building, that's not going away. No, no. And that is so, so important. And being able to read other people, um, you know, like being able to read body language and being right. able to react differently, be a chameleon, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, and that's what makes people successful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You have to be a chameleon. And
1: and it's okay to do that on the phone or on the screen. It's just a little bit harder.
0: Right, right. Well, because you can't see all those things, right? right? I think that was what affected people during pandemic is you're only seeing like torso (laughs) up, right? So you can't see how people are fidgeting. You can't see where their legs are positioned. Right. You know, I think we kind of acknowledge the distractions because the fact that we were distracted like oh if your phone you can look at it and have your eyes off camera but still seem like you're engaged right so it was completely different but yeah Mm -hmm. I can't imagine trying to sell um you know in that particular situation so tell us about so you're involved in like a lot of different things
1: I am I love it
0: what one what are those things okay
1: so let's start with charity because I'm wearing my Life is great. Okay. Right? This is a Shiro pin. Okay. She, hero. Yep. I don't have a Shiro. Got it. So I've been on the board and active with the Women's Employment Resource Center for okay. like 20 years. I mean, really long. And I love that organization. So my, my big event comes up. I started a cocktail party, networking, cocktails, and shopping. How can you beat it? Yeah, you can't. Right. <laughs> So this is my 15th year, and it's the beginning of June, so we're gearing up, mm-hmm. getting sponsors right now, and it's going to be a really great event. We do it at the Prime House in Latham. It's a beautiful old barn with gardens. Okay, I was
0: like, I've never heard of that. Yeah,
1: it's going to be great. That's so awesome. I I do that. Um, I run a local sales club. Mm-hmm. Um, called the Sales Performers Club. Okay, and um, we meet monthly, and we are a self-development club. So there's a topic every month. Um, we're not really a leads group. Um, More like education development. Yes. Yeah. So and it's a membership group. We have a great time, and I do invite guests to come in mm-hmm. as well, either as speakers or just to see what it's like, and see if they want to, you know, join be the a club. part of it. Yeah. I run a women's leadership group called the circle leadership group there's 25 women Mm -hmm. they're all executive level or business owners okay Um, they are a lot of fun we meet on zoom monthly but we go on uh, social outings or field trips six times a year probably every other month nice we just went to Mopco and did improv for leaders. Okay. Oh my gosh, I was waiting for someone to fall off the stage. It was just so funny. Do you know Kat Copet?
0: No, you I don't have
1: to interview her. I got to tell you, she's a riot. Okay. And we played games in her in her theater. Yeah. On the <laughs> on the stage. And it was just really fun. But there are an amazing group of women so any time you want to talk yeah, to any of of them, they're just fabulous. And um, I'm about ready to launch big, something big. And um, I'm crazy, probably. I, You know, as a visionary, and you are too, Yeah. you're just like, oh, I have this great idea. Yeah, all the time. And then you sit down, and you're like, oh, I didn't realize this was going to cost me so much time, money, right. work. So I am launching a national sales group. Okay. Um, It will be a resource platform, Mm -hmm. and um, it will be, you can be a member or a guest, It will have tons of guest speakers, events. Um, It's not a leads group, Mm -hmm. it's really resources for uh, salespeople or anyone interested in sales. Okay. So the content um, that we're putting together right now is huge. Uh, website's underway right now. Uh, logo's beautiful. I'm really excited.
0: That's awesome. That but is very But it's exciting. taken
1: me a little longer. <laughs> I kind of wanted to launch it in January. I'm hoping to finish it this year. Well,
0: hopefully by the time your episode comes out, it'll be ready. It'll be right, all beautiful right. and done.
1: So I, I thought of this because I don't know about the rest of the world, but I spent three, almost three years on virtual networking all over the country. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it locally. Yeah. I did this on purpose so I could meet people yeah. everywhere. And um, I'm like, oh, this is fabulous. I have all these contacts now. Mm-hmm.
0: So. Yeah, well, I mean, you just never know who people know, though. Right. Like, it's amazing how, how many people I've met outside of New York that are connected with people here in the Capital Region. And I've even gotten reintroduced to people who were out of state or even out of country because you're like oh you got to meet this you know this local person and i just find that hilarious yes how how connected people are it's a small world it is definitely a very small world so, so you're excited doing...
1: about those those are the yep. main ones um, i i'm also involved in links to leadership okay um, so georgia kelly from maryland Lynch uh, started this all women's golf tournament but it's not typical golf tournament It has a clinic, and last year we had 40 women. I found an old friend from the LPGA, Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: I brought her in, and she teaches the clinic, and she's really the, you know, face of the tournament. And then we have a junior member now, a 12-year-old star. Oh. Yes, so we're really excited. That will be held in September, so right now we're really busy getting that one ready as well. And there's probably I don't know twelve people on the committee and then another forty volunteers. It's huge. Probably need that. It's a great <laughs> tournament, and we raised money for the Women's Employment Resource. Center oh, okay, last nice. Last year, that's so great. So it was a great thing. This year we're going to be giving it to them and Girls Inc. Okay, so
0: it'll be great. That's great. So you're you have your hands. <laughs> yeah, I'm a and that's bendy. not even it. Because you're doing consulting too. Well, I'm trying for to individuals, work, right?
1: My husband reminds me I need to make money. Right. And I'm like, "Oh, really? It can't be a nonprofit I can't literally. Just, I can not just
0: help the world." <laughs> yeah.
1: Literally, right? So, um, yeah. No, I've been actually been working hard.
0: That's awesome. I love to
1: work people are like oh my god you're gonna be 60 years old are you gonna retire I'm like why yeah
0: but you enjoy what you're doing so why why? It's not... why should
1: I retire
0: yeah so you're working with individuals and companies
1: yes okay and a lot i so basically their sales sales teams um, entrepreneurs professional services um, you know, pretty much everyone needs to sell. Yeah, everyone needs so, to have a
0: personality when they are selling. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: So that's that's mm-hmm. um, good. And you know, I hope to write a second book.
0: Yes, you wanna? I mean, we can transition to the book for a quick second. So you wrote this one. When did this
1: come out? So that I have a good story. Do you want it? Yeah, I want to okay. hear it. Okay. So I, it took me, it's 60 interviews of great salespeople. Okay. I found them all over the place. People yeah. they used to work for me, people I met in a train, you know, airport, whatever. And um, so I, you know, interviewed, it took me almost all of 2019. So I had to finish up writing. I finished it a week before COVID hit, but I knew the world was going to change. I'm like, I can't give this to the publisher. So I waited a few weeks. I said, I'm rewriting the end because we saw what happened. Yeah. I had salespeople calling me up going, how am I going to make my goals? Right. And you know, how how, I can't reach people. Well, you saw the explosion. Yeah. LinkedIn went nuts because Mm -hmm. people didn't know how to find people. Yeah. Messenger became a whole new thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. Didn't it? Virtual. Zoom. It's, yeah, Zoom. Well, like did crazy. anyone know what Zoom was? I'm nope, sure not some people that. did. Not before that, right? There were so many changes. So I went in, and I talked about like technology just exploded, um, because we had to have it. Mm-hmm. And um, so I finally handed it in after I finished writing the end, um, and then it was released during COVID. It wasn't like I could have book signings, right? So I did a virtual book signing. I mean, I did promotions. I've been running a really Fun campaign called Where's Denise's Book? Today it's at the hangar. (laughs) Yes! I feel like I should have a shelf right under that so we can see. (laughs) But, um, you know, I I take the campaign down because somebody says to me, Don't you think you've done enough on the campaign? No. I'm like, All right, well, I'm insulted. I take it off. People start calling me, Where's your book? I'm like, What do you mean? Where's the book? The, the campaign, I get on LinkedIn every week to see where the book is or Instagram. Yeah, and you missed a
0: week. Oh, my God. That's too <laughs> and funny. I
1: wasn't the one taking all the pictures. Yeah. I was having people, if they were traveling, yeah. submit them. The book went to Utah and Greece. Oh, that's amazing. all these, Colorado, all these cool places.
0: That's so awesome. Yeah. I feel like that reminds me of, like, some people travel with, like, a troll and they'll take right. pictures in different places.
1: Exactly. Well, I got it from the old, my daughter, doing the Flat Stanley. Okay. And Flat Stanley is yep. this, like, paper thing. Mm-hmm. And Flat Stanley, we took Flat Stanley everywhere. Right. Oh, it was so funny. So I said, I'm going to do one
0: <laughs> I think it's a good idea. You should continue. I think you should continue.
1: Well, you know, it depends on who you ask. But I suppose I could put up a poll find out. You
0: could do a poll or you could just do it. If people say otherwise, just be like, it's not your book, it's not your promotion,
1: bye. <laughs> right, right, right. So what would be it's the second book? R- it's, it's very hard to sell a book.
0: Oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, no matter has, how it's
1: published, one. whether it's self-published or I, I did a hybrid publisher, mm-hmm. so they did a little bit of the work for me, but you know, the marketing still is really up to the author.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, And you really do need to work hard at it but it you know i was reading a consultants consultant book and they're like you know you want to raise your level yeah you need to well i think
0: that. it 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 almost establishes this extra level of resource and validity when you write a book right yeah. um so you're saying like you have this one and you wanted to write a second one
1: well it would be stories from the garage oh yeah, okay
0: okay very cool So i'll be calling
1: you for okay
0: for my, for my garage? So I got
1: I to gotta <laughs> launch, first I got to launch the platform. I can't start this halfway through and then like...
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: So I want to get this one underway and then next year that will be my...
0: That'll be a fun project. And then I have
1: a third, um, Stories from the Bench. The stories lawyers. from
0: the Bench. Oh yeah, that'll be interesting.
1: Yeah.
0: Very interesting. Very so, cool. You could kind of go with a lot of different concepts with that. Oh, I know. Like forever.
1: And It'd have a fun. series.
0: Yeah, that would be fun. So you have all these things. You have a second book that you want to do, third book, right? Is there anything else that you've thought about, like, I, I hate to say, like, adding to your plate, but that you've aspired to, like, be a part of a business you want to buy or a business you want to be a part of? Or maybe there's another just organization that you've been like, hey, I want to eventually
1: loop this into
0: what I'm doing. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's funny that you asked that because, I mean, I'm at heart. I'm a serial entrepreneur. Right. If it were up to Clearly me. Clearly
0: obvious, I think.
1: <laughs> but if it were up to me, I would have bought other businesses. Yes. Yeah. But I decided I wanted to remain married. And uh, I, unfortunately, well, or fortunately, oh, how bad is that? Uh, married a banker. who's the total opposite of me. Yeah. So, Very calculated. You know, to the point where you sit down for dinner and say, well, what did you do today? And, well, I'm working on this piece. You know, I'm all excited. He's like how much does that cost? And I'm like, oh boy, no. You're not, you are not going to be the people that I go to Mm -hmm. for business ideas or inspiration or motivation. So, you know, there are other things and I look at everything. Um, But I love really kind of doing the coaching. Mm -hmm. Small groups, one-on-one. I think I'm going to add a coaching arm to my new business um, on a national level, like kind of a mastermind mm-hmm. group.
0: I mean, I feel like that's kind of what you're doing, yeah. is you have very specific people I just that...
1: remain local because it was yeah. easier, right? you know, and I think I'd rather do a little more outside, maybe. Mm-hmm. I used to travel all the time,
0: mm-hmm.
1: so it's not, you know, that's not a problem. And then eventually I would like to travel a little bit more. I've been fortunate enough to be a lot of places. mm mm-hmm. um, I'd like to do more. Travel's great.
0: <laughs> Travel is great.
1: You know, it's just, it's hard to like plan it around all this. Right. So I'm kind of decided I'm going to work my tail off for at least a few more years and then I'll figure and it then out. And then
0: scale back maybe or change what, what Oh, I won't priorities. scale back.
1: I'll just do something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. okay. I mean. Hey, you can buy my sales
1: platform. Yes. There you go. It'd it be over. perfect for you.
0: So I'm curious to hear about like some more of like the feelings that you experience because you're doing all these things. Right. And you've gotten to the point where you've practiced um, the uncomfortable aspect of things like you've dealt with the unknown as a business owner. Um, But for somebody new coming into this, you know, what what advice would you give them specifically about the unknown factor?
1: So, there are a lot of unknowns, and I'll start with... As your
0: husband would probably tell you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, I think if you dwell on it, you would, you do nothing.
0: Mm. Paralysis, Somewhat, yeah. Right?
1: You do, because then you're like, Oh, ah, oh, and you get scared. But, you know, I, I get nervous. Where's my next client? We all hunt what we eat, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm out there selling just like everyone else, trying to get new clients. Right. And I'm worried, oh, is this going to be a good year, you know, things like that. Right. So I think that's the big thing. I also worry, and this, you know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but, you know, I am responsible for 25 awesome women. I don't want them to come to leadership group saying, oh, my God, I'm so bored, or I don't want to rejoin, you know, because I don't like what the plan was. Mm. Even though they contribute ideas right. to what they want to do, I need to constantly be up giving them something exciting. And so I'm constantly talking to, like, potential guest speakers and and um, looking at topics and... Um, Studying stuff, and the same with the sales club; they don't want to just talk about cold calling. That's right. boring. Right. So, like for instance, um, and you probably appreciate this. I met a podcast consultant mm-hmm. out of New York City on uh, one of my virtual networkings. Um, she actually is a podcaster, but she's also helped set up other people's studios. Mm-hmm. So she's coming to speak, and it's open to the public. I opened it um, for guests because it's going to be on Zoom anyway. Mm -hmm. And then in May, we'll be um, pretty much discussing artificial intelligence and sales and chat, GPT. Oh, nice. So I've been playing like crazy trying to get to know, you know, it does a lot of stuff.
0: It does a lot of stuff, but, (laughs) but it depends on how you put things in there.
1: Right. It doesn't know who I am. No. I don't think it's good with people.
0: I think it's based on the instruction. So it's literal instruction. So if you say, like, I need you to rephrase this sentence, and then you clip in the sentence, it's going to do exactly what you say, right? But if you need more um, more options, you have to be explicit. And it's very interesting. It's kind of like the exercise of, like, telling someone, ho- like, how to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and you don't realize, like, okay, we'll put the peanut butter on the piece of bread. But, like, how exactly is that? You can't just say that. Right. You have to say, dip the knife into the peanut butter, scoop the peanut butter out, place the peanut butter on the piece of bread, smear it back and forth. Like, it's a crazy how literal you have. like, yeah. we, and, and, like, this applies in a lot of different ways when I talk about, like, networking coaching sometimes. um I've had people they're like, "Oh, well, you know, I have this elevator pitch." And I'm like, nobody cares about your elevator pitch because it's you about ha- you. <laughs> you haven't like, yeah, you're selling your company and products and services and like no one knows who you are. Right. I'm like, that is the wrong time. You're also probably speaking doctor at that time. And when uh, you do that, people are like, "Oh, I didn't, you know, that was totally like yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You get the you get the blank stare, you know, deer in headlights nod, which is not a good reply when somebody says something like that. But yeah, that, that's super awesome. But that's um, funny
1: that you that you brought that up though because we have to know what the capabilities of all this technology and, and how it plays a role. Right. And you know, if you want like I, I was doing a um a speaking engagement and I knew my topic, mm-hmm. wrote the PowerPoint out Waited until it was all done. Then I went on chat and asked them the question of what I was going to be talking about to kind of double check to see if they thought of something I didn't think of. Right. Basically, it was a lot of the same stuff Mm -hmm. um, as it should have been. Yeah. So, it just, I realized, though, after it spit out an entire report for me, maybe I didn't have to work so hard.
0: Well, I mean, I think a lot of the things that we're doing, especially as business owners, is usually we're not doing something that's completely new and unheard of, right? Right. Like, the things we're doing already exist. There's no point in reinventing the wheel, but you are modifying the wheel, right? Like, the size, the shape, everything is slightly different. It's based on your skills, your life experience, and how you think whatever this thing is should be presented to the world. Right. And I think there is definitely some validity to some unbiased opinions to help develop whatever those things are, whether it like, you know, you Mm -hmm. building your, your national group, I think is very interesting because I think it's going to benefit your local group immensely.
1: I would think so. I'm actually taking them uh, into the group free of charge Mm -hmm. because they already pay a membership to me. Um, to get on there and, and experience it and give me feedback. They'll be a great asset. Yeah. Both ways.
0: And I think it'll be helpful for them to see like some of these things they're experiencing exist everywhere. (laughs) It doesn't matter if you're in London or Florida,
1: Exactly, it's the same same. across the board. You gotta do these things. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, It, it, yeah, there's, you're, you're totally right though. I mean, you get the facts, and then you put your personality into mm-hmm. anything, right? So AI is not going to put personality, no. into anything. No, it, it's, it's going to purely resource
0: facts, and there's no spin, right? right. Like you can't, no. you, you can't. Build They're not going to come out with
1: a personality.
0: No. no, I
1: mean we, we've already noticed that you know Alexa can't really, no, come out with a personality. She tries. Yes. She, she scares me sometimes. <laughs>
0: She'll give you some but, sass back sometimes. I know.
1: <laughs> I know. Say, But you know what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, definitely.
1: So it'll be interesting.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it definitely will be. And it'll be good to have, um, you know, i, I like to <clears throat> kind of have my guests come back after a year just to kind of see, like, how are those projects going? What, if, what have you learned since, you know, we talked last?
1: I'm sure I'll have a list for you.
0: I'm sure you'll have a complete list oh. for sure. Um, but before we transition out, I always like to ask my guests about one cool fact about yourself. So you can't use the book now because you already talked about it. Right, right. So one cool
1: fact. So I love to cook. You love to cook? Like what? So everything. Everything. Okay. Pretty much. Well, I shouldn't say everything. That's not true. Um, but that's my stress relief. Okay. So I literally leave my desk, which is my home office, Mm -hmm. um, And I I leave early, like around 5. But I also go to work in my office, you know, like 7. But um, walk out of there feeling great. You know, the way it is, I pour something, I create something, you know. so fun to me. I love cooking Italian and Mexican and, you know, good old American way of life kind of food. Do you have
0: a dish that people, like ask
1: people about from most you? of the time ask me for italian food okay I'm, i am half italian okay so and i like lighter italian not real heavy heavy but very flavorful type italian um, so people a lot of times people will say will you make me eggplant or will you make me you know seafood pasta mm. or something like that you know
0: so we gotta have an event at your house so you can oh. cook
1: <laughs> So I have quite a lot of events and I haven't recent. well, obviously uh, over COVID I right. didn't have any. And I haven't recently, cause I've been so busy. Yeah. But I, but my leadership group, the women, they're like, when are we gonna be invited to dinner? And I was like, really? They're like, you go in there and, and it's like going into this gourmet, culinary studio yeah (laughs) i go i only made you like beef brisket brussels sprouts and like crazy potatoes and they're like yeah it was perfect (laughs) (laughs) you know i don't think people cook (laughs) much
0: um i mean i mean i cook at home but i i think the appreciation is more um and this is obviously the relationship component right like we only see people in very one-dimensional places right like oh no Nope, Denise, this is only this one lane, right? Yeah. And then when you start talking about like your family or like your hobbies or these other things that you're interested in, you get this whole other level of people that are interested in you because you have these other skills. Right. And is it's that completely great? unrelated to the things that you're doing,
1: right? And, and you know, I always say I I always used to say I'm not very creative. And then I realized my creativity are. is cooking yeah. and gardening and crazy things like that that They're what I do when I want to just be left
0: alone. Yeah, 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 left alone.
1: Because, well, we talk to people all day. (laughs) When I get home, I don't really like the phone rings. I'm like, oh, really? Do I have to answer that? Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, you're you're an extroverted introvert. You're extroverted at the times you need to be, and then when you're done, you're done.
1: Exactly. Uh, But I do love to entertain. Yes. Like if people want to come to dinner, I'm like, oh yeah, sure, come to dinner.
0: But it's not just a regular dinner though, it sounds like
1: well no, sometimes it's regular old American regular, we'll put that in
0: quotes. Home
1: cooked because... food, but how fun. You know, I mean, at least for me it's really
0: fun. Yeah, that does sound very good. I feel like we need to have like a cooking episode, but <clears throat> Or we're on site cooking Actually, and having oh, like a conversation. Fun. That would be really fun. You could have like your own Rachel Ray Show, right?
1: I um, always said I wish I was Rachel Ray. So years ago. I mean, she's did, local. Did too. you know Did you know Jane Golub when she was alive? I loved Jane. Mm-mm. Jane, obviously, Neil owned Price Chopper. And, oh, Golub. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense. And we played golf together. We were in the same golf um, association. And I said, You know, Jane, I missed my calling. I should have been Rachel Ray. You want to be Rachel Ray? I'll make you Rachel Ray. And I was like, What do you mean? She goes, we can get you going in Price Shopper. Hmm. You know, we can get you started. You can you can cook right there in the store, and and we can televise it and things like that. And I was like, wow, what a great idea. Thought about it for a while, and then I was like.
0: Yeah, that's not me.
1: <laughs> no, I was like, I think I like to do this quietly.
0: Yeah, behind the scenes. But how
1: fun would that have been? Just That would have been, like, probably my other life.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you still have the opportunity. It could come at yeah, different maybe time. Maybe I'll do
1: that next, next round.
0: Yeah, exactly. Your next project. Well, thank you so much for being on the oh show my today. Gosh, thank you
1: for having me. Such so a pleasure. Nice. And well, you're such a great interviewer. Oh, thank you. I, I love that you're very low key and calm, and it just flowed so nicely. Yes. Yeah,
0: so, well, I mean, that's the goal. I feel like I've practiced enough at this point, but you never know. There's off days. That's but...
1: great. And I would love to come back and tell you. Yeah, we're well, working on.
0: Yeah, we'll hope maybe next time well, we do an onsite I,
1: interview you for my second book. So, but that'll be next year. <laughs> that sounds good. Awesome. Uh, but thanks again. You're welcome.